Please hold. Your podcast is important to us. Google Chromie. So let's call this series two. We, yes, this is this is episode three of series two, I think. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've not been excellently consistent in our um, release no. dates. No, no, it's been it's been a sporadic release, but that's all right. But what's eight months between friends? Welcome to Naughty Kids, the podcast where we explore the best of that halcyon age when things were better, dungarees were worse, and the Spice Girls ruled with an iron fist. It is, of course, the late 90s and early noughties. I'm Josh Hinton, 1994 to present. And I'm Joey Hart, 1994 to night. Joey makes a pun. The wonderful thing about my puns is how in the moment they are. Josh says some words. Some words. Some words. Some words. Some words. Some words. Oh, I. Some words. And some small crabs invade a castle. Yes, it's time to shift into reverse gear, return to the past, and zoom through the wonderful world of cars. Excellent. Now we're motoring. <laughs> There's a slight Clarkson voice there. Of course, this is a problem, isn't it? We always talk about Clarkson, and now we're just going to do nothing but Clarkson for an hour. I think that's fine. I think we're fine. Although you've, you've already failed at ringing the pun bell. Wait. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, there will be a new Foley, a regular Foley, a, a frequent Foley, as it may be described. A frequent described. Foley, yes. A frequent Foley. In, basically, whenever Joey makes a pun, I can do nothing but sit there in awe and wonder, and so I thought to introduce a sort of, sort of audio element to that, I would ring this bell. The thing is, of course, that bell is my keys, but I couldn't find a bell, so I'd have to do. The key to a good bell often is, is the, the ring. I'll give you that's that terrible. one. You didn't finish it, but I'll give you it anyway as a test run. I said the ring. It well, it sort of made it made no sense. That's fine. <laughs> the Ring of Power joke or something like that. Ooh. Have you been watching Rings of Power? I have not watched Rings of Power. Topical. Is it topical. Good? Uh, yes, it's very good. They have many cars. Do, are, are there any hobbits? Um, there's there's Harfoots and and which is you know a sort of corruption of hairy feet. Perhaps an MG midget. <laughs> I need to keep these in my hand. Yes. What would a what would an elf drive? An elf uh, driving car, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. Why well, one pun for the episode has made its way. No, is it, do you know what? I think we'll call it done. That was great. That was that was perfect. <laughs> no more pun bell required. <laughs> so cars, yes, cars are of course a very important part of, of childhood and uh, you know the chariot by which you are conveyed about the place, yes. a very key element of your relationship with your parents. Um, so Re- maybe we should regardless, up. regardless of the car. Sorry, I was, I was just going to jump in and, and no, say, please, please do go for it. What was the name of your car? It's, it's plural as a child, because um, every good every good family uh, names the vehicles in which they move around in. That's a good question. Uh, we only ever had one named car, um, but we did have a named car, and it was called Noddy 
and um the, re- the reason for that is we bought it from some friends and they called it noddy and uh, the reason they called it noddy is it was a bright red nissan they Micro. bought it from their friends and they called it noddy yeah. exactly they the reason they called it, it noddy was they bought it from their friends and, and they'd called it noddy and and they bought it from enid blyton and she yes. yes of course enid i've never really sort of thought about the gender of enid blyton she definitely she yeah definitely she enid yeah it's one of those words isn't it enid, enid blyton it's sort of like one one big word enid blyton. anyway it was a red Nissan Micra, and and thus looked oh. a little bit like Noddy's car, or that's Louis definitely Louis, a Noddy car, as he's known. Yeah. So yes, how about you? Did you have named cars? Uh, yes, we did. We had we had Popsy was a good car. <laughs> Why are they um, all such strange names? <laughs> there was one called Bod. Though that might have been slightly before my time. That that was more we knew about a car called Bod. I like not, I like not that. Bob. Bod. Bod. Um, Bodge. Uh. There was a few. There was Billy. Billy was a beetle. Billy the beetle. You're a beetle. It was short. His 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 real name was Vincent William. Right. He was a VW. Oh, I see. Yes. But, but Billy for short. So not oh, only okay. did that car have a name, it had a nickname. <laughs> Vincent William was good. I like that. I we had thought... a Land Rover. We had a Land Rover called Rugby. Nice. Why? Great name. Just Great blue because. Land Rover. I'm assuming, I think most of the names were based partially on the registration plate. Ah, uh, that reminds me of that, my, my parents' current car. The number plate is YYRUU, which well, I quite like. That, that's quite deep. That's quite yes. profound. Why? Why are you you? I don't know. It's just the universe's way. Um, all four of the motorbikes I've owned have had the first few letters be yj and then a zero so why joe the first one was why joe nbx no bikes <laughs> appropriately enough it's great it's a, it's a perfect number that's very strange so you've had three y joes isn't that, isn't that yeah, something to do with where they where they get off the boat or something isn't it that half of the number plate? they must have all been registered at the same time yeah it's bizarre very strange yes because ours is our current one is DE21, and that's something to do with getting off the boat in Birkenhead or in Liverpool or something like that. So there you go. Yeah. I like that. We, um, my my dad's friends when he was a kid, uh, well, not a kid, like a like a late teenager. Um, he was never he a had, child, that man. He was never never a butt youngin. Always a butt grown up. A butt grown up. <laughs> a butt man. Oh no. A butt, a butt man. <laughs> a butt man. <laughs> Mr. Butman. I failed you, Mr. Butman. Mr. Butman. I buried three Butman. But if you want to know more about that, Albert, thank you very much. Yes, but he had he had a larder. You know, of the famous, which he kept cold meats, delicious cheeses. Well, quite. So he had a larder that was the traditional. He actually had a larder. He actually had a larder. It was it was orange or brown, I think, as is tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, but his friends had a white one, and so it was known comically as the fridge, which I quite like. <laughs> There's some I, I found out recently that some larders had body panels um, that weren't made of metal or plastic, but were made of fabric, Orphans. kind of soaked in resin, but not like a cool carbon fiber, glass fiber situation. Just, just, just cheap naff rubbish that they could mould really quickly and fell apart, and you didn't need to paint it because it was already sort of the right colour. Because <laughs> they were made in the Soviet Union, weren't they? Yeah, right? of course they were. Yeah, they were yeah, all made in, yeah. you know, Czechoslovakia or somewhere far somewhere away. Something like that. Really, yeah. No, well, I, I'm not quite sure. St- you know, you think about the whole you know, Cold War thing. I don't know why larders were so common over here. I don't know who was 
importing riders from the Soviet Union. But wasn't it considered somewhat bad form to buy cars from your mortal enemies? A, a communist car. Yeah. Yes, I suppose it probably was. Clearly it wasn't, because they did. I suppose the other, other option at that point was British Leyland, so it's not so much better, is it? But No, considerably not. Equally communist. Oh, British, oh, British Leyland is horrendous. My Land Rover <laughs> is, was built at the end of British Leyland. Right. And so it has it has the dreaded L with three kind of arrows around it kind of oh yes oh yes um is that is that a land is that a leyland land rover is it it's a leyland oh, land rover it leyland when, land rover it was when yeah british leyland owned everything because they were really really bad what was your favorite car from childhood because uh, we didn't drive to school we walked to school so we mm. didn't we didn't have the drive to school situation mm. but we did go on holidays and it was always holidays in the car which was the best bit yes well, I I don't remember which car it was, but talking of holidays in the car, I do remember we had one car, which you know this sort of shows how like analog our childhood was. So genuinely, the most exciting thing about this car, and it must have been a, was it the, we had a Mondeo, we also had a Peugeot something or other, and it had fold up picnic tables in the back. <gasps> that was oh, exciting! Oh my gosh! That being on an airliner. Oh, it was just so exciting. I remember I was probably only about six or so at the time. I, it was a good topical car for the program, and. Um, yeah, I just remember being intensely exciting. We were just every time we went anywhere, we were like, "Can we have sandwiches? And can we eat them off the plastic trays in the?" Back I can of go. The car? I can go one better than plastic trays. Oh yes, we had um, a Citroen Synergy, <laughs> and the Citroen Synergy, Synergy. industry Synergy. efficiency um, had cam chairs in the front. Cam which, chairs. Uh, no, cat-in chairs. Oh, cat-in chairs. Cam chairs. Cam chairs. Camly. Camly, yo. Um, which were fantastic because they rotated. So, uh, you know, no. you get to McDonald's, you go through the drive-thru, you collect your delicious tasty treats, and then mother and father rotate and that face you. mental. As if. And so you could all just sit together, fold out a little table. It was, was it, kind of was like it? a ha- it was a half can of camper van kind of. Situation. It must have been it a very a wide car. Otherwise, yeah. they didn't have to put their feet on the seats so that their legs didn't bang into things when they turned round. Um, I think they did a bit, or you'd get out and swing the chair around. Ah, that makes more in. sense. Yes, I was sort of envisaging them both turning to the middle at the same time and locking knees no, around the, the gear. The stick chairs and... rotated backwards so that they were upside down. <laughs> <laughs> you had a nice conversation with your parents' knees. Hello, a sandwich. <laughs> Welcome, children, to the future. But that was in- that was infinitely exciting. That's uh, very exciting. And then another one of our cars had electric sliding doors. That was quite good. Oh, so is that one get... of your big people carrier jobs? It was one of the many big people carriers. And you press the button and the doors go... That's very nice. I, I do think we should go back, though, to the, the sort of the mindset behind designing a car with front seats that spin around. The, the sort of... The, the assumption that this car is going to be used as a sort of surrogate living room is, mm. is rather good. You know, because I feel like there's this sort of atmosphere around car picnics and car socialising that it's a bit pathetic and it's a bit kind of like oh you couldn't think of anything better to do than pull over in a lay-by and eat a sandwich out of cellophane but these people have realised that no that is actually the best part about being in a car and they've really leaned into it I think that's marvellous it's genuinely one of the best things from childhood was picnics in the car yeah in variously exciting places so you'd, you'd drive up the dales in a blistering gale and the wind would be horrendous you'd all put the windows down for just a couple of seconds just to feel the wind and then you put them back up and you're like yes we're safe <laughs> The wind cannot get us here, and then and then you'd all have your little picnic, and it was great. I mean, that's the thing. Why is it? Why are car picnics so wonderful? I think it must be something to do with the sort of we've sort of brought a little haven with us to the wilderness. That's it. 
That's being, it. You're in your it? spaceship and you're exploring the the far reaches of this realm. That's that's very much it, isn't it? It's that sort of yes, little bubble of. I and mean, when you think about it, really, cars, particularly modern cars, really are quite remarkable as items, aren't they? That you that you can sit in this hermetically sealed, totally waterproof, totally well, not heat, not not temperature controlled, unless you have the lightning proof. Are they lightning proof? Well, I suppose they're kind of Faraday cage esque, aren't they? They're a little, what? little not Faraday cage. What do you call it? What's the, that? Um, what do they call those boxes where you can sit in them and get struck by lightning and it just goes around you? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Something to do with Tesla, probably. Could be content. The Tesla box, an idiot's box, the... perhaps a fool's box. Well, it's the opposite of an idiot's box. It's a box you cannot get killed in by lightning. But somebody had to test that, didn't they? They did. There's a great photo of it and him not dying in this box. Is it just because it's earthed and you're not touching the metal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humans are terrible at conducting electricity. Metal, very good at conducting electricity. A, a lightning comes along and goes, no, no, I suppose I won't go through that, human. There's a nice piece of electricity, conductive metal there. I'll go through that instead. <laughs> metal. On my way down to Earth. Hello, human. On my way past. <laughs> Zap. Why is actually, that? If, you, if oh. you slow down the sound of lightning, that is actually what's happening. Is that <laughs> small dialogue. <laughs> Hello. It's actually a BBC lightning bolt. No, no, there, on the lightning, exactly. Fork, 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 fork. And now um, for the lightning program. <laughs> How does that actually work? Because is there like lots of electrons constantly looking for the best way to go, and when one of them finds a good way, they will follow that one? Or how, how does it? You know, it's not a. So there's like a Michelin star system, right? And some electrons go out, you know, and and kind of sample it. Taste a the review area, system, four review stars. Review system, exactly. And then they all go online, they look at the reviews, and then go, they have the thing mm, app. Yeah, metal. Yeah, that's better. Five stars would recommend to a friend. Metal. Why well, does that what, sound like what, Stephen Fry? I don't think he ever said metal, but it does. Metal. Um, I think it is resistance to flow, so resistance to a current. Yes. And if you've got. What about resistance channels, to a sultana? Uh. Yeah, it could be, couldn't it? it could be. Some <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, was, I ask you a question and then I say stupid things while you answer it. I don't. I don't especially know because you can get electricity to, to flow through a human. Yes. But usually, alternating current flows a lot better than direct current through humans. If you know how lightning bolts choose where to earth themselves, please write in to we don't understand I mean, anything. At talking of cars, you can, put, you can put a finger on both contacts of a of a car battery and be absolutely fine because the resistance of your body is sufficient that a current will not really flow at all. So you have a, this is why high voltage is dangerous because it's got enough oomph to get through you kind of thing. Mm, so, so I mean some people say it's not the voltage that kills you it's the current but the, they're all features of a flow of electricity you cannot yes. really pull them apart too much. Well I yes how did we get on to this? Made, you've made me ponder. You've made oh, me yes, ponder. I can see you pondering. Your face is, is doing a ponder. This is mm. ask a teacher a question that they don't know the answer mm, to. Let me get my and suddenly the whole podcast is is disrailed. Is that a word? Well, uh, derailed. Not derailed. No. Benjamin disrailed. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled so if you have a current playing through a wire. <laughs> There's nothing better than a visual gag on a podcast. Carry the three. Imagine my colleague sucking on a pipe. This is the sound. In fact, he is. Yes, there it is. Just make sure you get your microphone nice and close to that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And 
does the pipe know the answer is pipe genies um, i haven't taught physics in six years and i can't remember jolly good well yes at hotmail.ouch we know no answers please.com and then tell us the answer exactly um so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in with my favorite car memory have you've given mm. me spinning seats around and around that's pretty cool um pretty good my favorite car memory is that whenever we got a new car and we got new cars fairly often because my dad was a traveling sales rep and he got company cars and so they would ah, yeah, superb. exactly he would drive many oh sorry thank you thank you this is because i had a skoda superb we had a skoda superb many times and um and uh, yes, every time he got a new car, it would be quite the sort of family event. And, and often he would arrive home quite late with them. And for some reason, and I, it didn't really happen for anything else, but for some reason, my sister and I would always be taken out in our pyjamas to oh. meet the new car, which of course... Which felt is infinitely more exciting. Very, yes. And I think it's sort of, oh, it's bedtime, you're going to bed, but when dad arrives with the car, you will want to see it. So you This, can... this trumps everything, guys. We've yes. got to get out there and have a look at that new machine. Exactly. All the normal rules are binned, and all of a sudden, this is more important. And there was one of them, the fir- I think the first company car he ever had, that not, not only did he bring the car home and we went out to look at it, but for some reason we were taken out in the car, the old car, in our pyjamas, to pick up the new car, and it was oh, dark. That's even more exciting. It was very exciting. And it was dark, and it was cold, and it was winter, and, and we went to somebody's house somewhere not that far away from home, I don't know why it was there, and it was a Mazda... I want to say three two three or something like that, and it was quite a nice little. Thank you, little nippy thing, and uh, yes, I'm just giving you now. But the the whole thing of of, yeah, pajamas and darkness and going out and picking up new car, new car smell and all that was wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Yes, because it would always smell. I mean, we did you did you ever go to a used car salesman and go Uh, look around all the different cars? Because that was great. Because we got let loose on the the lot of uh, of cars and, and just because they're all unlocked and you just wander around getting in and out of all these different cars which is just so much fun yeah <laughs> the possibility we did the same we did the same i know this isn't we're not talking about caravans but we did the same when we went caravan shopping which we did every few years when we got a different caravan and yeah. you just spend the day just getting in and out of caravans going oh this one's quite nice yeah I like the sofa in this one this is, uh, the shower is too small why is the microwave in the fridge doesn't make any sense <laughs> this looks like an excellent van in which to cart around our own feces i love it exactly exactly yeah. but with the cars you would do the same and we'd go in and out of them and then there was always this kind of mysterious process that then happened and we'd go and wait in the car and my dad would go in and do mysterious know, things commune yeah. with the spirits <laughs> um <laughs> But then we wouldn't yeah. get the car that day, and that always confused me. It's like, why? We've gone to buy something. They're going to prepare it for us. They're going to <laughs> plump up the cushions and refill Suck the tyres with previous person's magic. cells out of it. Exactly. They're going to take all the air out of the tyres and put it in the petrol <laughs> tank. And whatever yes, they do. That, that whole thing with, with your dad sort of doing the dance of salesmanship, particularly because, yeah, my dad was a salesman, so he's like, oh, I know all the, you know, I know all the tricks. And, yeah. and many confusing words about variables and cash value and return options and all that sort of thing. And I mean, we'd always on. get we'd always get a tow bar thrown in, you know, regardless of whether there was one on the car or not. We'd always get the tow bar thrown. That's Sometimes right. just to live in the boot forevermore. But just ex- <laughs> already had a tow bar. Have another tow bar. It's thrown yeah. in. It's part of the deal. <laughs> tow this tow bar with your tow bar. Hey, I heard you like towing tow bars. Tow bar this tow bar with your tow bar. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's very exciting, isn't it? It is. Yes, the whole new car thing was very exciting. I mean, yeah. So we've bought all of our cars from, well, got all of our cars for a very long time from Mark Mitchell of Mitchell Mazda Skoda Lexus in Mark the Mitchell Wirral. of Mitchell Mazda Skoda Lexus. That's, a, that's yes. quite a long name, isn't it? Yeah. Mitchell Mazda Skoda Lexus, and uh, he's a good egg. And uh, yes, so we we didn't have a great deal of variety, I suppose, in that regard. We we did have three Skoda Superbs, possibly more. Let me see if I can. Have, you got, have you got a superb at the moment? No, they've they've got an Octavia which they don't like, and a because um, it's too an small. Aud- an Audi. It's no, because oh. it clonks. Although in fairness, fairness, Mitchell's did fix the clonk. It clonked for two years and drove my dad absolutely stark raving purple mental. But does it drive the, him round the bend? Thank you. Thank yes, you. it did. I bet it. And, um, I mean, I I think I saw. Was it was it the last of the superbs that had the magical changing lights? Yes, you did. Yes, that was rather good. I'm utterly unnecessary because you could have you could have the interior of the cabin, pink or, or yellow or green, which yes. I think when driving is just not necessary. Totally necessary, all. but very cool, isn't it? Really cool. I got excited. I sat in the car. I looked at the lights. I changed the color. It was good. Well, one thing my parents always seem to manage to get these days, this is not late 90s, early noughties, but these days they always seem to get cars where when you open the door, the ah, brand yes. is projected onto the floor outside. Just in case you're getting into the wrong car. Like, wait yes. a minute, I'm not driving a Ferrari. Now, wouldn't <laughs> Whose it be better car is this? <laughs> if you could, could customise that. So when you open the door, it says, welcome, Jerry. Or, oh, I'm sure you could. Probably could. Good morning. <laughs> hello sir hello it's clearly I'm very sure. early in the morning because you can't see this during the daytime well exactly yeah so that's all very fun can you, what's so the earliest cars. car you can remember your parents having oh we had a I think it was a Peugeot estate I can't remember what sort it was but I it was memorable and I don't think we had it for very long because in the boot there was two fold up seats that faced oh, yes. backwards Oh, and they were clearly way too dangerous to ever use ever. And I think we used them once, and then I don't remember us having. I think that car might have set on fire. <laughs> Back when cars used to do that. Back when that was the thing that happened to cars. And everyone yes, was so like, "Oh yeah, yeah, perfectly normal car set on fire. Yeah, it happens, doesn't it? It just happens. It's just driving along. Sometimes, sometimes you're on fire. That's just what, what you do." I, it's such a funny thing, isn't it? Because as a kid, you think this is the best thing ever, reverse-facing boot seats. And then as an adult, you think, if there is a crash, those children will become pate. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> For, I mean, back, backwards-facing, in terms of safety, is fine. Because you're already braced against the seat. So in a front impact, perfectly oh, fine. Oh, yes. The problem is, if anything ever hits you from behind, they did not have any of the crash-proofing that nope. was necessary. The boot was the crumple zone where you'd now put your children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if you smash into something in front and then the person behind doesn't catch up, doesn't realise it. Well, exactly. Time, that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fine in the first impact. It's the second impact of the car behind. Yeah, no. then, then sandwich meat. It's very, very Actually, the, La- the Land Rover was even worse because it was a Discovery 1. Um, in light blue, very fashionable colour, um, and it was it was great because it had half a million sunroofs, <laughs> and they all had windy handles. Lovely, the best type of sunroof, the windy handle. And it oh wait, wait, was it po- wait, so hang on, hang on. You do it to, and it would raise up rather than back, right? The handle. I think it would, I think it would initially rise up and then you carry on winding uh, and it goes back. We, go back. Uh, we had a few sunroofs um, that only went up a little bit. And that was very disappointing. Oh yeah, that was very disappointing. They've got to do the slide back. 
Yeah. But in the boot of the Land Rover, it had side folding seats, which oh, wow. were safe. Never. They were just never safe. They were just never safe. <laughs> <laughs> I do Front impact sideways. You just fly out of your seatbelt. <laughs> you know, backwards, fly out your seatbelt the other way. Side <laughs> impact, smash your head on the glass, you're out the side. Yeah. Just Get hit both sides at once, hit your heads against each other. Exactly. Sandwich. Dong. Heads together. So that was it's, never safe. But I think we drove in those once, and my parents were like, never again, never again. <laughs> that car whistled. 10 miles an hour. Oh. What, that car whistled very loudly most of the time because it had. Sorry? Oh, no, no, it wasn't. No, actually, it was a discovery. So it was a slightly better built than the, the boxes that I drive around in now. Yeah. But it had a whistle from the engine that, that just incessantly whistled for an entire holiday <laughs> as you drove along. And my dad, my dad kept saying, it's the, it's the fan belt, fan belt's gone. So we get a new fan belt, still whistled. It was like, we need copper grease. We need copper grease. I had no idea what copper grease was, but it was this magical <laughs> source that was spread on the engine along with 12 litres of water because it also overheated. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, now that so, I've built... Open the bonnet and just slosh a bucket into it. There slosh we go. a bucket in, slather it in copper grease, whatever that is. <laughs> thing is, now I've played with... Land Rovers. I know exactly what the problem is, how to solve it, and it won't take that long. It was a water pump, and the bearings on the water pump go, and then they just whistle. <laughs> and because the water why? pump had gone, it didn't circulate the coolant, which is why it overheated. Uh, so if you'd replaced so the water pump... it all made sense. I knew how to... You were like, why, suddenly... no garage? why no garage at the time? I mean, these cars weren't that old at that point. No, well, you yeah. Know, it was garages. like a 96 Discovery, and we had it in about 2000 see this is the thing i was watching i told you I've, I've been watching i discovered that the entirety of top gear from the very beginning is on iplayer so i've been watching yes it how's it going from the start yeah well very well i'm on series two and um wow but in series Blasting through <laughs> well pardon me series three because series one is the one without james may and then series two is when james may joins in the fun oh i see you need I james see. may and um in series two so it's about 2003 there is a whole episode that dedicated to safety in a very sort of unmodern Top Geary way, but basically they do this whole thing looking at the uh, I forget what it's called, you know, the Europe um, body that that, that checks Euro NCAP. Euro NCAP. Thank you very much. Yeah. And um, and 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 what's interesting is that the way they talk about these safety ratings and the way they demonstrate the the catastrophic mm. damage that cars with poor Euro NCAP ratings sustain. Slap-sided side impact protection. Uh, well, yes, exactly. And bendy, bendy. I mean, they, they had a bit where they had... frontal impact. Yeah, exactly. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, they had a bit where a, a car had been... that had a poor rating had been hit against a concrete block, you know, in testing. And the pedals were like where your mm. gonads would be. And <laughs> But the thing is, the way they talk about it is with this kind of, gosh, car safety... Maybe that's a thing. Ooh, in this sort of isn't that an interesting new idea? And you go, that was our childhood. It was. Yeah, back then car safety was like, eh. yeah, maybe. <laughs> man, it wasn't. Man, it metal. wasn't abnormal. I mean, obviously the law for seatbelts came in, I think, in the seventies. Yeah, but it wasn't abnormal to know of people who didn't wear seatbelts and thought it was cool. No, yeah, no, it's a thing, wasn't it? I, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, death is just not that appealing. No. But we also we were born in the era of of cars with corners, weren't we? Well, exactly. Everything was everything was shaped like a fridge, as you say. Yeah, yeah. So that if you hit somebody, you could more effectively impale them. The idea, I think, was was to absorb the energy of the impact by taking off as many limbs individually as possible. <laughs> Spread you could the have impact a, around the person you're hitting. Exactly. If you could have a particularly sharp wing mirror and lop off someone's, you know, right <laughs> arm. Damage to you will be less. 
the the energy is getting absorbed by that arm as it flies upside. What we really needed was Budasia style blades on our wheel. Exactly. That's exactly that. That would have cut down on fatalities in car crashes no end. Thank you. I'm getting faster at that. <laughs> chop chop. Thank you. There's always a little thunk at the end though when it hits the pop shield. I like the word pop shield. It's a good word. Pop shield. Pop shield. Good name for a band. On tonight, it's Pop Shield. They will shield you with pop from the sadness in your heart. I do have a Pop Shield. Oh, you do? I don't use mine because I've got the afro. Yes, your microphone already comes with a a groovy soul cap. It does. I had to cut it. I had to kind of... (laughs) It looks so funny. (laughs) It looks like it's got a little haircut. It, it does. It looks rather sweet. Well, there's a, there's a good a good a good a good sieg or segue as they're called. Um, were you were you ever in a car accident? Have you ever been? As a child, no. We had we had a few breakdowns. Mm. Obviously, when the Land Rover filled itself with steam and became a steam engine. <laughs> um, no, never had, never had a. Well, I've been in crashes as an an adult. I've mm. never caused one, but I have had just somebody drive into the side of me. That was that's, that's bad. Very gently, I might add. Oh, well, that's all right. Um, yeah, so two two lanes of traffic. He decided to drive across my lane of traffic where I was um, oh. in order to turn to turn off. Just driving what around Harrogate, doing about thirty miles an hour. It was very gentle. And he was just next to you and went dunk. Yeah, just drove straight into the side. <laughs> So I, I had a slight dent in the wheel arch. He had absolutely no damage whatsoever in his car. Uh, so he, he was just... very shaken up. So I just spent the whole time saying, "You're all right. We're, we're fine. Don't worry about it." Because oh, I didn't. Re- nice. I don't really care about the odd dent on the car. Cause no, it's your a, cars it's a, it's a car, are performance art. Yeah, your cars they are, are. They're a tool to be used, and used they are. And we got yeah. our nice new one, and within a couple of weeks, we'd filled it with about three hundred roof tiles. <laughs> That's very, very you. <laughs> The, Which is good. Yes, I mean there was a again another thing to take from Top Gear, but they did a whole special recently about French cars and the whole stereotype of French people buying cars, uh, yes. r- running them until they are physically incapable of further movement, and then buying a new one. And they actually, it is interesting that we do have this whole culture of cars must be pristine. Why don't yeah? Why don't we treat them like we treat our shoes, for example? Because my Renault, a little French hatchback, exactly that. That's what we did. And we, I, and I fixed it many times. You know, we didn't treat it badly. Mm. We just we Use looked. It. We we had to fix it because it got broken. We didn't go. Oh no, because we had a couple of incidents where it hit a deer at one point, and that just smashed the entire front end. Oh, I had no. to replace a wing. I had to replace the whole front bumper. Had to repaint mm. the front. And we did that, and it made the whole thing was never quite perfect because it had hit yeah. a deer. But we didn't really care because it worked and we'd got headlights and it was all fine and together and we just painted the whole car yellow so it was all one colour at least. And you don't worry about the whole... Because presumably at some point the whole, you know, more expensive to fix than to sell. That was the, that was the sad point, yeah. It got mm. to the point where um, the only issue it had was uh, an airbag warning and at that point it was about four times as expensive to get the airbag fixed than to just scrap the car. It was really upsetting. It was very Yeah, upsetting. it's a very odd thing, that, isn't it? Because you, you do look then, even if it's a really old heap of junk type car, you look at it and you think, this is just so much stuff, you know, it's so much metal and so much mm. plastic and so much technology to just bin, you know, just like Absolutely that. Absolutely 
none of it is designed to be you know recycled easily or remade easily or fixed easily or what what does happen to them do they just get melted down do they or what happens yeah they pretty, pretty much get they get shredded most of the time yeah. and then you can kind of pull out all of the iron with a big magnet mm. and the rest goes off and gets burnt for energy and, the, and then the iron will maybe get recycled something else yeah i mean i do you know particularly but not I mean, not to the point you're imagining where you know you know there's gold on the circuit boards in the computer they they don't they can't because it's not designed to ever be yeah done like that so most of them will have gone there was the group do you remember the big scrappage scheme i can't remember what year that was no um there was a point where the government was trying to get everyone to buy new cars and boost the economy and to do that, they said, if you have a car and you want to get rid of it, I think the government pays you £500 off your a, a new car. And you go and buy a new car. And right, they scrapped yeah. thousands of cars, perfectly fine cars. Mm. And because they had been done during this scrappage scheme, and they were all parked up on air, airfields, all disused yeah. airfields, just thousands of cars parked up next to each other, waiting to get recycled or scrapped. And they there was people who would go to these sites and photograph rare and exotic cars. You know, there's like three of these left on the road in the UK, or there's two mm. of these in the world, or these are the last four. And they could not save them. Oh, wow. They, they were so not sad. allowed to go and buy them back off the government or anything like that. They had to be scrapped because it's been done th during this scrappage scheme. Oh. So this is why, because now it is very rare to see a 90s or even an early noughties car or definitely no 80s cars oh, on the road you just see. don't see them yeah yeah, yeah one reason don't. is because some of them broke down but the biggest reason is because they all got scrapped <laughs> that's very interesting i mean when you talk you know the thing about the safety we're talking about it's probably a good thing because they were all lethal but yeah. nevertheless uh, i'm afraid yeah. I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to cede the stage to you for a few seconds because i've just received a whatsapp message from the producer mm -hmm. and it says can you reach a high thing for me please so I shall uh, just go quickly and take something off a shelf and uh, you've got like a minute to entertain the listeners in your own special way. Okay, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So listeners, it's that time again when we must sadly mourn the passing of Josh. As he has now left the room, I'm sat looking at his guitars, his chair with mesh back in order to offer more comfort, and his books arranged on his bookcase by colour, the least efficient way to arrange books for instance if you want to find a book by a particular author tough you you you, you can't do that but you know we should value this time that we have together time we don't often get time 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 and that's time and josh is back hello did you say something intelligent probably not did you did you reach the high thing I did. It was a um, food processor. Oh, that. Why is that kept high? Uh, it, to keep out of reach of wives. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. She just wantonly blitzes things if I'm not careful. Wantonly blitzes. <laughs> Would you like a sandwich, dear? Yes. Not blitzed. <laughs> <laughs> did you want a liquefied sandwich? Delicious liquid sandwich. That's a good little bit of word nerdery. Try, I'm eating chocolate now. I um, I rather like the fact that the word blitz made its mm. way from, you know, lightning war yes. to meaning mix small a vegetable. If you take it backwards, though, and you apply the current meaning to blitzkrieg, 
It's not lightning war so much as lightly shredded war. <laughs> I love the lightly shredded war, just to sprinkle on top of your soup. Yes, exactly. Although it's you war, know, suppose... but in liquid form. Yes, war in war in little pieces. I mean, it's sort of appropriate, I suppose, in that you know, the Blitz tend to destroy things and make them into small pieces. But I just like how. Yeah. I, I just wonder at what point did people start sort of shifting from the Blitz being this terrible episode of national history into could you just you know it's it's like could you just Battle of Waterloo that that vegetable you know it's a bit <laughs> no it is that's true could you just Trafalgar that carrot I I do like a Trafalgar good carrot I have to say <laughs> <laughs> some like baton some like slices but it's got to be Trafalgar for me yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm now learning that Lindor is not a good mix for podcasts. Oh yeah, it's got that. Well, it's got that sticky mm. kind of uh, oh, issue. I'll say the other thing about Noddy, the car. <laughs> a seamless Talk, segue. Talking of Blitz talking Creed. of Noddy, <laughs> <laughs> um, he had a Shrek head on the end of his aerial. Oh gosh, no! That we put. Oh, right. Oh, you did that on purpose. That wasn't mm. an accident. It was. It was one of those things where you know, when you're a child, or you go to McDonald's and you get a Shrek bobblehead to put on the end of your car aerial for reasons unknown to man. You and because a you're a child, idea. you think, "Oh, that's brilliant! I'd love the car to have a Shrek head on the aerial." And normally, your parents say, "Don't be so stupid. We're not doing that." But on this occasion, for whatever reason, they said yes, and I presume because they thought it'll be on there for a couple of days and then we'll take it off. But once it was on, it was physically impossible to remove in a very Dirk Gently sofa kind of way. It just would not Excellent. come off. And so we scrapped it with the Shrek head still on the aerial. Oh, because of the Shrek head. Yes. Three days after putting it on, it went to the scrap <laughs> man. That was it. But So we, we, we scrapped it. And then a few days later, we saw it driving around North Allerton. And we could tell because it had the Shrek head on the aerial. <laughs> So That's I, not how scrapping usually works. No, I suppose we were diddled, probably. But yes, it sounds very much like you were. Did you um, did you see cars with those eyelashes? There was a point where some Nissan Micros, older Nissan slightly, Micros, younger ones. There were, it was only ever Nissan Micros, and it was because I always thought those looked quite violent. You mm. go, oh, it's eyelashes, and then you get close and go, no, 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 these are spiky prongs. They are. They're like weapons oh. of war. For collecting pedestrians' clothes as he drives past, I shall have those jeans. Very carry-on sort of car accessory. Quite. The um, similar with bull bars. What's the point of bull bars other than to mangle people with extreme pressure? We had we had bull bars on the Land Rover, and I think it was right at the end. It was that, as you say, that late nineties safety push mm. for Euro NCAP racing, and they suddenly went, "Ooh, pedestrian safety. That's a thing." We should what probably should put. Put great big. We had them on the Land Rover. They came with the Land Rover. Why? And they look. What they they look great. Well, they're for pushing branches and sticks out oh. the ways you're ploughing through the Ugabongu Delta. Yeah. Um, but they they don't really work so well on the high streets of North Allerton. No, it's a classic problem with driving big stupid. I mean, this. this I mean, it's a different thing. But I always find it so funny now when you go into um, there's, there's a multi-story car park we often use in Chester, and often you find yourself stood stationary on level one because up on level five two big stupid suvs have come across one another and can't fit mm. past each other and they're just such silly cars very 
And, and most cars now are SUVs of some description. They do seem to be, don't they? The whole sort of... What I don't get as well, the cabin stays the same size. It's not like you get any more room inside. If not smaller. We, yes. So we have a, we have a, a Dacia... It's not a Dacia Sandero. Dow. It's a Dacia Logan. It is Boom. essentially... It is a Sandero, but with an extended boot. It looks like a it little rhino, identical. doesn't it? It looks exactly... We call it the Badger, because it's black. <laughs> um, but we had a look at a Dacia Duster, which is the mm. little SUV. Mm. And um, this was while we still had the Renault uh, motors. And we went to have a look at it. I had a little test drive. I thought, it's pretty nice. It's pretty swish. And brand new ones were £9,000. Brand new. That's pretty cheap. That's pretty cheap. Because it was all... It was all it's all second-hand parts from Renault. That yeah. from cars that they no longer make but have parts for in a factory that they went well we'll use these then and just make a new car and the problem with it was the interior of it was considerably smaller than our tiny little French hatchback right yeah and so and so the salesman said to me at the end he said oh you know you're gonna buy it and I was like you know what we're not it's not what we're looking for we're not keen he's like well what would make it what you're looking for? I was like, make it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, add some seats in the boot facing backwards. He was like, I'll ring you back in a week. Let me know what you think then. I was like, all right. He rang me back in a week and said, I've got this number in my diary, but I can't for the life of me remember why. <laughs> and I was like, probably just a wrong number. And I hung up. <laughs> excellent, excellent salesmanship. Hello. Like, Who does that? That's a I've talked to you salesman. about something. <laughs> I've got your name, probably. Uh, who? Car? Do you want a car? Didn't even say that. <laughs> I've rung you up to tweet. tell you I don't care about you at all. That was that's the impression I got. Yeah. I mean, I would have just had the same conversation about the fact that the car he wanted to sell us was too small, and there's no way he was going to make it bigger, cheaper yeah. maybe, bigger. No. No, exactly. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's such an odd. You basically just get a lot of flab around the small cabin yeah. for no reason. I mean, I presume a lot of them is people buying cars who are not very good at sitting down into cars, so they want a car they can sit up into, but. Nevertheless, it's the prestige. It's all prestige. They want a car that mm. looks like a big Land Rover, but isn't. Yeah, that's it. But even well, I would have one of the new discos. They're very nice. Not discos, new Land Rovers. But well, a disco, a disco is a type of Land Rover. Would you have well, the? You wouldn't have the Discovery Sport. Would you have the full-blown disco with the big boot? Well, is it the one? What, because the new one they did with the full redesign is that a Discovery or is it just a Land Rover? So. The, Land Rover make many models. Discovery yes. is one of the models they still make. Yes. They make a Discovery Sport, which is essentially a Freelander. Yes. And then they make a Discovery, which is the Land new Discovery. Rover Discovery 3. Is that what I mean? Five. No, it is not. Land Rover Discovery, Discovery 5. 5? Yeah. No, that's not what I want. Hang on. Land Rover. <laughs> new car. I shall put that into the Google. What does it come up with? Yes. No. Where's the one I want? None of these are that. What? Oh, here it is. Hang on a second. Do you want uh, a Vla? I don't know if Do you I want, want a Range Rover Vla. No, I don't think I want a Vla. So want... they won awards for the Vla. Defender! Defender, a... that's what I'm talking oh, about. You want the, the new, new Defender. Def oh, Joshua, you should have got that one. I know I should. I, well, you know, Have I you know. seen one in the flesh? Yes, many. They're very big, aren't they? They're enormous. Like, and this is the thing. Like, they so wide. They buck the trend because they're huge and should be obnoxious, but somehow they're very pretty. It's a very good bit of design, I think. I think they're okay. If they'd called it Discovery, I'd have been fine with it. Well, if, or if or if they'd called it Defender, made it fully electric, I'd have been fine with it. But as it is, it's not really a. It is a bastardization. It's, it's not a utility vehicle, is it? It's, it's an SUV. It's not a UV. Yes, you want an UV, not a SUV. I want an UV. 
and Uv from Flan Perry. Masuv and Uv, Flan Perry. Herdiger de Murder. Exactly. No, well, you're probably right. I mean, I would have loved to. Have. So, did you guys have a proper Land Rover as when you were kids, like proper square with corners Land Rover of the sort you currently build? We we had a Discovery One. So if you does, search Discovery One, Google. it was, it's the first of Land Rover's big, slightly sporty four by fours. Discovery Juan. Oh yeah. Well, yes. I mean, that's it's still not a proper one, is it? But it's a little bit more sort of. It was the first where they were trying to sell it as a lifestyle vehicle. Yes. A sort like, of a Range hey, Rover. You might want to go up one. to the Alps and like ski or whatever, but in your Land Rover, and then you might want to go back and like re- recline in a sauna and look, the steering wheel has disco lights. That sort of yeah, thing. It's, it's quite nice. I mean, you can see the boinginess of the suspension just by looking at it. Oh, it's identical underneath. It's pretty much just a Defender. But they added it had a better engine and gearbox and it had you know softer springs and it had anti-roll bar so it didn't just fall over when it came to a corner am i making it up or do defenders have uh the same kind of suspension as railway trains old ones do yeah old 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 series ones had great big leaf springs yeah front and back they're called springs but they don't bend (laughs) they just stop you from immediately hitting the ground once you hit them i think so yeah and then they fire you back off the ground in his feet. Yes. I mean, presumably if you if you hit them hard enough, they bend. Or yes. They so they, they were designed as a utility vehicle so that if you put half a ton of something in the back of the Land Rover, it would still drive perfectly fine. But the uh, problem was, in order to make it work perfectly at half a ton in the back, <laughs> as soon as you take the weight out, they're just solid. So there is virtually no flex at all if the car, if it's just you by yourself in the car, or indeed you and five other people. So you just just bang around. Yeah, yeah. But if you put if you put a pallet with you know I don't know another engine in the back of the car, what's smooth? It's really nice. Drive, drive like a dream. So you had it. You had a big squashy, a big squashy disco-y thing. We had a big squashy disco. We 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 test drove another disco which was green, and we didn't buy that one. Because oh, it was so squat. All of the um, shock absorbers uh, were shot. They all had holes in. And so it literally just bounced down the road because there was nothing to stop the bounce after it had started. So it was... <laughs> it was fantastic to drive in. But just for, the te- just for the test drive with the family, we were like, yeah, we can't, we can't do... As fun as we, that was... We'd all get would sick be, if we drive in. We'd all get sick immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. See, this so thing is one of the main differences the between... With the rugby, yes. Is that, was that the disco one? That was the blue disco, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the main differences between your childhood car experience and mine is that your parents bought big, well, big cars in different ways, I suppose. So because my family is entirely over six foot, as we grew up, yeah. the cars had to get bigger because up until I left home, or at least up until I could drive, then all four of us had to be in the same car when we all went somewhere. And if we were all over six foot, then you needed a really big car. And yeah, that was yeah, where yeah. the Superbs came in. Cause the Superb, it, I... I I mean, I went for a short walk around the back seat of your Superb. <laughs> the famous <laughs> fun that, fact is that, that it has the same. Room. Yeah, no. it has the same interior space as a Rolls Royce Phantom. I know, but but without the looks from the outside. Exactly, which is what everyone says they <laughs> want. <laughs> That's Everyone's what they like, want. Ah, Nobody wants Rolls Royce Looked uglier. If only a Rolls Royce looked a bit like a cheap VW. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you say cheap VW, it's definitely a full price VW. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good car. I did like the Skoda Superb. You, you, yeah, it was. Yes, you good... could waft about in it. That's what you could do. Yeah. You could waft. Yeah, it was. Yes, it we was... just had we had big cars because we had a big family, as in lots of us. We, yes. we went for 
numbers of people you went for size of people exactly yes you were big small people but big family we were normal sized family but big people yes we it was at that moment that joey's poor awful microphone decided to run out of battery yes unfortunately viewers you may notice a slight change in the flow of the conversation what you're about to hear is how many months later is this it's almost a year almost a year later we finally picked up the recording of this episode and what you're about to hear is Joey listening in headphones to the audio that we captured seven months ago mm. and attempting to have a conversation with me. I think successfully. He thinks successfully. Uh, so he can hear me, yep. but he doesn't know what I'm going to say next. No. And the me you can hear can't hear him. No. And I think refuses to. Here you go. Oh, dear. Um, Quite. And you had you did end up with sort of VW camper van type situations by the end of it all, didn't you? Which was brilliant. I really quite like that. That was good. Um, it is. Yeah. Uh, Which is, is that what Iona came to your wedding in? Didn't your, didn't your wife arrive in that? She did. That's exactly yeah. what she came in. It was a good car. It was red. And she it's, was beautiful. It is, we should... Yeah. Oh, sorry. He's done a lot of work to the inside, hasn't mm. he? So you've got all that seats and tables and that. Yes, tables and also cupboards and uh, a, a bed thing. And the roof goes up. Ah. So that's good, isn't it? I'm glad that he's got those things. Fe so, yeah, features. Oh, oh yeah. Low profile tyres. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it does have those. How did you know? Why? why? So good, but why? Well, you seem to know more about them than I do. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, it's wonderful. I love the idea of your dad being like, what else does this car need? Low profile tyres. It's a shame they're not white wall tyres. That would be marvellous. Um, that would be a very classy look, really. Um on a camper yeah, van yeah yeah mm. that would i would have liked a car like that but uh, oh good I, i'm glad we should look on ebay for one. Oh yes and then you would have one and that would be good wouldn't it for you yes mm. Mm. uh you're not saying a lot here josh are you just listening to me struggle Say something. Very nice. Uh, oh, thank you. But still, I'm I'm struggling here because I, I I clearly uh, so, now you're laughing at me. I, I had a lot to. <laughs> she is wrong. Absolutely what? wrong. What? McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking brilliant. about, McDonald's? You see, this is the thing. This is the thing. It's very easy to be happy if you just take what? joy in the little things, isn't it? Oh, I, I would. I mean, I would agree. Objectively, People who feel the need to be in the Maldives. What? You're missing out. Why are you talking about the Maldives? I mean, is it is it probably a lovely place? I've never been there myself, but uh, yeah, no, people talk about it. <laughs> By which you mean awful? Oh, oh, I thought you liked it. Why is it awful now? Oh my! Oh, are we? Is there Why lag? Why did they make such big vehicles with such tiny engines? Who who made large vehicles with tiny engines? Who are you talking uh, about? What? Ah. <laughs> uh. The mockery. I just feel like you're laughing at me, really, in this. And I'm trying my hardest to fill in oh, the gaps. Wow. Well, yes, but <laughs> uh, frankly, you're not being supportive. And uh, uh, It's just you. What do you mean it's just me? <laughs> ah, well, um, <laughs> I'm dead. What? <laughs> it feels like it. Is this? Am I dead? I had two knees. What? What's wrong with your knees? What's the Latin for knee? That's what I want to know. Oh, what you guys basically Latin for knee. Are you typing? Sorry, just a brief word nerd diversion. Oh, okay. Here. Latin for knee. 
It's Gnu. Oh, it fits well. Et tu, Gnu. Et, well, quite, yes. Et tu, Gnu. Does that mean that... Oh, of course, because... Oh, no, no, that's, no, that's hmm? wrong. I was going to say, isn't the German for knee? Gnau, but that's something else, isn't it? I thought we were talking about cars. Let's see. German for knee. Have you got distracted? No. Good. Unfortunately, we'll the German for knee is knee. Well, I mean, that just makes sense, doesn't it? It's much, much less fun than Gnau. What does Gnau mean in German? Well, I don't know. A but second. It, Wait but a minute. Uh, Gnau. It means I agree. That's right. I agree. So that's I what you're saying. As your knees fly towards you, shout, I agree. Bravo. I, I mean, we've totally got on board with that sentiment. <laughs> we've got a lot of the KN. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Starting words from German. Uh, knife, for instance. Well yes. known. Yeah, thank you. Well known German word. Um, but they would pronounce it knife. Um, mm, I'm looking for cars. I like cars. What? Oh, no, you're back. You distracted me with KN. Yes. And well, we used to live in, in the London, or as people in the North call it, that London. And um, in that London, having a car is stupid because you don't have a parking space. Although in the end, we did actually, and did have right. a car towards the end. But mm -hmm. um, this is good. We're back on topic. Well, exactly, yes. We, yeah. we were getting out of this town. But uh, in central London, having a car is very, very stupid because it will take you longer to drive somewhere than it will to walk somewhere or to get to L, L Chuff Chuff. Well, that so, is true. But no, cars are great. And hmm. I, I mean, of course, the thing is all, you know, where are we going? Where is the future of cars? And I do think it's very silly that the answer seems to be electric cars rather than hydrogen fuel cells. Because well, there's obviously a lot of hydrogen fuel cells are much cooler and much better. There's a lot, there's a lot of positives for electric cars. Uh, um, for instance... Um, you, you can recycle all the battery materials, and so if you can charge them from yes. a, yeah, from a uh, a source that is renewable, then you end up with a renewably run and recyclable vehicle, which is which is good for everybody, and that's uh, one of the main benefits. And of course, you can charge it at home. Really? Well, yes. Is if that, you is that right? Yes, yeah, so if you've got the right charging infrastructure, you, uh, you know, solar panels, uh, a small wind turbine, uh, you just you can do it off a plug socket, although it charges very slowly. And um, you can charge at work, uh, uh, you see, and you can drive to work, charge your car, and drive home again, and charge your car again. So it's quite, uh, it's definitely doable. You ne need never visit uh, another petrol station, because you don't have any mm. petrol needs. Exactly. Uh, why, why is hydrogen better? Like normal ones. What, what do you mean normal hydrogen? It's water. Yes. Yes, you start with water. I, that's the thing that's so cool. I mean, I, I know I'm probably I'm probably just spitting out things I've been told on the telly now, but I sounds do like it. Remember, probably James May talking about the fa fact that the sort of amount of infrastructure and, and chemical process required to make widespread use mm -hmm. of hydrogen work is very very high. But then the level of investment we currently have in making oil work is is equally enormous. So shifting the money over, and it does it's a lot. It is cleaner right because you don't have to burn anything well i don't know well, it depends how you make the hydrogen i suppose doesn't it well exactly and that is the point that you need to consider because if you're making hydrogen from a, just a byproduct of some industrial process mm. then th that can be a problem because that industrial process may in itself be incredibly polluting and even though you're using the hydrogen for something good you may as well right. get rid of yeah you may as well get rid of that process entirely Though, if the process has to continue for the now, mm. you can get the hydrogen from it and then power a car. Yeah. Which would be good. So, th that's good, isn't it? What What do you think? Have an opinion. Mm. 
stop agreeing with me and have an opinion. Please. Don't just you're just staring at me now. That's clean. What is? What's clean? Yeah. What? This this is becoming unsettling and I this is not what I signed up for. I wanted a I'm good off petrol. What? Running a what like a fountain? Oh, right, it's breathing. Mm. Yes, it is interesting. It's a good topic to talk about. But if you're just going to sit there going, mm, yes, then we're not going to get very far through it. I thought you were interested in hydrogen. Yeah. Well, if you mm. are, stop it. If you are, then say something of use. Bring something to the table. Mm. Stop mm-ing me and say, that's not what I meant by that. And you know it. Stop giggling. I can see the look on your face. Oh, really? Y- yes, I can. Because we're on... <laughs> We're on Zoom. Don't forget that. I mean, that is, we work. That is bizarre. It's not, it's not bizarre. We've used it for years. It's just a simple video sharing system so that you can look at each other's face while you talk mm-hmm. to each other. Yes. But, I mean, obviously, you usually spend most of the time staring at the bottom corner of the screen where your own face is. And then your eye line... very strange, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? We're all just addicted to the poison that's killing us. But what? I mean, it does feel like slowly, slowly, the kind of policies required are coming into place. You know, the whole no new petrol cars in the UK after 2040 thing. I mean, that still feels like a very, no. very long way away. But it's only 30 now, is it? Okay. What's 2030? Yeah. Why are you talking about... 20? Zoom has been established for years and is probably the market leader in video conferencing. D- don't you think? Nice. <laughs> well, it would be if you could use it properly. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is exhausting. As the inevitable years pass. Well, it feels like it, certainly. I, I've certainly yeah, ate... a lot of them nowadays. I've noticed particularly, the way, the reason you, you spot them is mm-hmm. because you're driving along and in your rear view mirror, they all, electric cars have these really bizarre headlight arrays, don't they? They always have the kind of super space age kind of eight headlights. Uh, yes, mm, they do. Very kind of, ooh, and I rather like that. And then for some reason also, they never have spokes on their wheels. They always have flat bin lid wheels. I don't they know do. why. It's, it's, it's for aerodynamic purposes. It's quite straightforward. And why, does, why do normal cars not have that? Well, that's a good question. I mean, theoretically, they should, shouldn't oh, they? Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, you get more miles because the, I get you. Yes. I feel like you right. already knew the answer to that question. Why are you asking but questions? Because petrol cheap. Yeah. What? Yes. I mean, that is. That, I mean, I feel like the idea would be a situation where you know, and we've already talked about you having solar panels. You mm-hmm. have solar panels. If your solar panels were good enough to power your house and your car, then it, life well, would be good, wouldn't it? Well, I think they they probably can, and uh, we're hoping to get a wind turbine at some point in the future. And that will really they're that good. Well, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, you can get a small one that would fit on the roof, and then you I can need use to get solar panels. Not that I own my house, but when I do own my house, I do need to own solar panels. That would be very. I need sensible. to get a roof, and then I need to put little cells on it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it does seem that that's got to be the way forward. Everyone having their own little power yeah. generation thing. That's what I've been saying. I think it would be a brilliant idea. But you could also get yeah, a, yeah, a small wind turbine. Yeah, yeah, and it's clean and it's good and it's, it's a cl- yeah, it's clean, lovely. Tastes lovely. Why would a wind turbine taste love? Yeah. Can you hear me? I just can we just double check? Is yeah, this all? Just, what? Just you tinkering away. Yeah. You me- and the sun, busy mates. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. It would make a, every house is a little power generation unit. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you're there discussing you Liz Truss. You can have that for free. We've sold it. Liz Truss. Solved she, the fuel crisis. She went a yeah. while ago. Well, have a BMG, KPMG, EMG, BMA, please. 
Yeah, yes. As I was saying, you, you are mentioning the topics I've mentioned, but can you hear me? Oh, yes. I saw a man the other day who had all of his letters after his name in his email signature, and there were so many of them, my brain couldn't read it as anything other than boo bop, a screw bop, a de bop, a do bop. It was so many letters. I think <laughs> that. <laughs> what are you trying to prove, my friends? You're ignoring the question. Yeah, definitely. You can't hear me, can you? After all this. How long are we doing this together? Too long, by the feel of things. Yeah. Because. Well, yes, because you have been <laughs> you, you're just laughing at me again. This is yes. very upset. It yes, is. Je- Jess has a lot as well. She's she's B A B S. No, not B S C. B A B C. What are you B- talking? Something else. Why are you bringing M-A, this up? Fake M A. What has this got to do with cars? Something like that. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Bama fama. What? <laughs> PQRST. Are you okay? XYZ. Should I yes. send help? Just two knocks for yes. Bang! That's one. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> no. <laughs> I've got myself a study of how to put a condom on a banana. Oh, that's what, what? you did at PSHE. Didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you mean PPE, not PSHE. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. Why are we on PPE? Politics and economics. Oh Pololonics and polity. Yeah, PSHE was. Go on. Personal, social, health, and citizenship education. Near enough. Back in the day, basically all the stuff you actually need to know bunged into one lesson every month. And a month. That seems a long Basically, time. Don't catch an STD. Do pay your taxes yeah. and be a fireman. Oh, okay. And did that help no, you in life? No, oh. or Just, just accept what comes in the post. Tax what? codes. No idea what they are. Every year, the government sends me a letter and says your tax code is QPX one five seven three, and I go, "Thanks, you, government." I mean, and then I put it in a drawer. And you could probably I don't just know what Google it means. It. Just Google it. Go online. <laughs> type I'd, it in. They could send me a small duck with a. Piece of How would that help? Stuck you? On its ear and go. This is your tax duck, and I would go. Great. I don't know what that means. Honestly, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. What is this for? The, the duck. I'm not going to ask you know. to explain tax codes to me on this podcast because some people might get bored. I don't but, think that's uh, relevant. I'm assuming you know that we were meant to be talking about cars. But, uh, you do. You've gone wildly off topic. No, you do still have your pipe in your hand, so you are well equipped for explaining tax. What are you saying? I don't have a pipe in my hand. <laughs> Why would I have a pipe in my hand? What? That's yeah. It's the, what? it's the wisdom of the ages. I do have the pipe you gave me at your wedding somewhere. Okay, I mean, that's nice. Here, it's a lovely thing to be, you know, to have as a. It could be in this drawer. Hang on. As, a, as a keepsake. Oh, have what have you got in there? Is that a gun? Why you have you got that? Uh, uh, please. We have had one hour and eight minutes of recording time. Put it down. Can you give us a? Can you give us a closing car pun, and I can I can ring the bell one more time. Anything, just just oh, just stop. Doesn't have to be wheelie good. Oh no, that was there poor. We, go. we both had one. Hey! Oh, you've driven me to exhaustion. Um, we normally do a summary line. Um, yes. Summary: car, cars and their importance in childhood. Oh. Um, um, Absolutely, and also, yes. Uh, thank yes. you. Just no, very kind of um, um, emblematic of the times, I suppose, aren't they? They they change with time, and so you remember the past through a through a fog of carpeted doors. Sorry, let's just come back to me. We had a Are car. You okay, what? <laughs> What happened then? <laughs> That's a thing, isn't it? 
Oh I, my. We had a, actually, this is a good place. We had the worst car. We had a Peugeot mm-hmm. something or other. I can't remember what it's called. It was literally made of pig iron. And, right. and 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 made noises like four tractors dying and it was okay. just grim. I thought and we yes, were wrapping this up. Exactly like that. And what? the um yes, the doors which were like had no moulding at all, they were just flat. They had thick carpet on them. Ooh, not like no, shag not like shag, thing. but like you could move the, the bristles, you know, it was that that yeah. that long bristles. Not really what you wanted to come. Um, I, I would and say why and also wherefore. I mean it must be hard to clean, would be my first thought. Right. And um yeah, no, I wouldn't go Carpeted for that myself. Doors. Soupy twist. <laughs> right, I'm going to press the square button now. Are you going to press the square button? I, I assume so. Which button is that one? Square button. Square. Square. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>